Hey everyone, welcome to episode 6 of Keeping It Real, Relatable, Everyday, All Year Round Life Chat with your girl, Coach C. Can you believe it? We are at episode 6. I am totally in awe of my level of consistency and just showing up regardless. Anyhow, I just want to talk a little bit today about divorce because persons have been asking me some questions and how is it that you know I'm so positive and how is it that I bounced back and so quickly I didn't know that there was a timeline to recover from a divorce but um, I just thought I should share some little things personally about my journey and my whole view and mindset on the word or the matter or the topic divorce now divorce as the prefix di it's from the word divide and we know divide meaning we're separating two things we're just creating things in parts and for me i don't care everyone has a has a different experience everyone will I don't know if there's a good divorce or there's a bad divorce. Divorce period is a bad thing. It can ruin you mentally, emotionally, and physically too. Because if you're not taking care of yourself when it comes to eating properly and, you know, just taking care of your health, it affects you physically. So what does Coach C have to say about divorce? I will say, biblically, persons will think, Yes, you are not supposed to be divorced. And we cannot contest the Bible. So I will not even bring the Bible into this. I'm going to talk from a personal experience. Now, I am a woman of faith. I am a woman of God. I believe in the Bible. I, I, am, I am one that I believe that everything happens for a reason. And I also believe that not one size fits all with the divorce or my experience it takes into consideration a lot of things personally as in individually and also the persons that will be affected by it around you so for persons with children for persons with close friends mutual friends of both peers like the husband and the wife it affects both parties for me it affected me mentally and emotionally not so much physically because a girl can eat and I still eat <laughs> and I mean I was by my mother during the transition and she sure did feed me but um, when I talk about mental it's like you're in a place of second guessing yourself and everything that you did leading up to where you're at and you're wondering if you made mistakes and you know where did you go wrong so mentally that takes a toll on you to try and think about and figure out how it is that I got here um to be honest emotionally it was a mess emotionally it was a mess because I mean no one wants to lose their marriage no one wants to start over it's hard it's complicated it's difficult and especially when you have a young child or children young or not it's hard but I'm just saying especially when you have a young child 
for me in the beginning it was embarrassing i felt like oh my gosh i can't what are persons going to think about me how are they going to see me i will be seen as a failure you know my closest friends are married and you know my marriage failed um how can i i believe in love i believe in marriage it's something that i'm always you know i'm pro marriage and no here i am can't even making mine work and where i had younger folks looking up to me about my marriage and everything it's like i'm like how can you even consider looking up to me again or consulting me for advice about marriage when mine failed and as i said before everyone have their own experience when it comes to marriage but for me i remember i was so much in denial i believe of thinking that it could work and i was of the mindset or the opinion that i was not being physically abused so it wasn't such a bad thing and i just want to share this with somebody or anyone who knows of someone that's going through a divorce or in a relationship rather that they're being verbally abused or emotionally abused and they think it's not as bad because it's not physical have them listen to this podcast share it with them and i just want to let my listeners know and to my woman to my woman abuse is abuse it doesn't matter what form or nature or what you tell yourself it is abuse is abuse so whether him calling you derogatory names whether him putting his hand on you whether him mistreating or ill-treating you i don't know how you want to leverage it or balance it abuse is abuse and regard the more the more you recognize and understand your value and your worth you will realize that you see <laughs> it's more than just being physical because when you're in an abusive relationship and i think persons misinterpret abuse so once it's natural once you hear abuse you're thinking about physical and no that's not the case i was not physically abused in my marriage i see it or saw where it had the potential to get there it's a close potential that had me in a place of leaving in the first place because here is what will happen one shouting raising of voice the constant verbal abuse eventually it will get to physical abuse and the more you set up yourself to be in a place of defeat and to be in a place where you think that it is okay for him to speak to you the way he does then eventually it will be okay for him to put his hand on you i hope you're following what i am saying i was constantly being verbally abused i was being called names i was at a place where if it wasn't for my church family and for my faith in god and for my own personal relationship with god i would have started believing the lies that were spewed in my spirit and at me and be careful of the words that we say and the seeds that we plant i'm not diverting but even to our children 
and to persons that we think or we know we care about. Let us be mindful of the words that we spew in them or to them because they plant seeds. And if you don't have strong power warriors around you and strong people of faith, these seeds will grow and they will grow into anger, they will grow into pain, they will grow into lack of self-confidence, low self-esteem, it will grow into all different things that affects a person and their character and their integrity and their personality on a whole. As it is, I am naturally a jovial person. I am, I am of that personality. And it was so good for me. I wouldn't say it's masking, but it was so good for me that when I was around the people that I really cared about and the people that I really loved and the people that really cared about me, I was my better self. But the moment I thought about going into the environment where the verbal abuse was, inside of me felt fearful. It was hard to go home. It was hard to be in the same place and space with that person that you married that was supposed to love you and protect you and take care of you. And for those of you who have been following me for some time or you know a little bit about my message or my story I share here and there, I left two times before actually leaving the third time. And for the first two times I left, of course, I always went to my childhood home. I went back to my mother's house. And the two times I left, I left without my son. For sometimes you have to use wisdom for more reasons than one. And the setting did not, let's just say the setting did not allow me to take him. But the third time situations changed and now I was asked to take him. And that was my final goal because everything I cared about and cared most about was with me. I didn't have a reason to go back. I had my son. I am saying to you that do not go by societal standards thinking that you have to keep an image or to wear a ring to fit in. Or for those of you who are aspiring to be married, it's a great aspiration. It's an awesome, awesome institution. But let us not get thwarted by the idea of marriage and just looking at it from a perfect wedding. Because after that great wedding day, then you have a marriage to maintain, to live up to. Ask yourselves whether you're in a relationship right now, whether you're planning on getting married soon or in the future, whether you have been married and have experienced anything or can relate to anything that I have shared. Ask yourselves how valuable you are. I believe the moment you come into identity with finding out who you truly are, everything seems like an easy task. I know I said that and I make it sound so simple, but I'm talking from a place of experience. Your support system is important. 
who you share your weaknesses with is important. Because it's not about being married and telling the world, oh, my husband is the worst or my wife is the worst. It's not about that. Because at all times, you are in a protective place. Because even when I was going through my going through, my mother, my sister, close friends didn't know what I was going through. Because what? I was protecting my marriage, protecting my husband. And naturally, as a wife, that is what you're supposed to do. But when it became to a point where I started coming into full identity with who I am and understanding my call and my true value and that I was not not just a wife now, but I was a mother. It hit home that this cannot be the norm for me. And for those of you who are using your children as excuse to stay in an abusive relationship, and remember I explained to you what abusive is, not just physically, but if you're constantly hurting and in pain and you're being demoralized and you're being, you know, spoken down to and you're being controlled and manipulated, it is abuse. And if you feel like because you have children or you have certain ties, you cannot leave, it's hard to leave. I'm not going to say it's easy. It's hard to leave. But do not let material things and children tie you to a person that doesn't value you. Do not allow what do not allow you know what society deem as normal the home the husband the car the job the children as normal when inside of it all it's chaos it makes no sense because at the end of the day you are the one that is facing every single thing that you are going through after you vented to friends after you vented to a therapist after you vented to a counselor you still have to go home and deal with reality so you know your reality others can empathize or sympathize with you based on their experience but no one knows your reality i say stand up for yourself first because children grow up So staying for them to have a wholesome family and household will not rectify or ratify the situation of you and your spouse. Because when they do grow up, starting having their own friends and starting to have their own lives, what will become of you two, the husband and the wife or the father and the mother? Because I've spoken to persons and clients that they stay because they have three or four children. They stay because the mortgage is tied up and they stay because, of course, it's a marriage. It's an institution. You would have had things together. But should that be, should that be what mends you or keeps you? Shouldn't it be love? Shouldn't it be loyalty? Because when you think about it, when you listen to these conversations, everything is mostly based on material possessions of what it is that you own together, that you cannot walk away from. Let us not be sidetracked or blindsided 
by reality. If you are a woman that is currently facing abuse, I am no counselor and I made that clear. I'm not a therapist. I coach you to know that there is a life after that breakup. I coach you and I help you to realize that even after that failed marriage, some of you are well established in your in your professions, but you're still dying and hurting inside. I coach you to help re-identify or identify your true purpose because sometimes our purpose get, gets lost in family and in children and in husband and we forget who we are. No, I help you to re-identify that. We brainstorm together. We figure it out together. It's not something I tell you. It's something that we do together. And I help you build that self-confidence you once had before marriage, before children, before him taking or making you feel less than. So we work on confidence and we work on identifying our purposes together. Because there is life after divorce. There is life after a failed marriage. Some divorces can be messier than some, but there is still hope and there is still life. And if you got nothing from this episode, remember you are valuable. You are worth it. You are enough. You are more than. There is nothing no man can take from you. Because I mentioned in previous episodes, purpose is what already is in you. So a man cannot take it from you. So I want you to remember two main things from this episode. One, abuse is abuse. Just like a lie, there is no small lie or big lie. A lie is a lie. Abuse is abuse. Let us not try and level out how abuse should be. If it's not physical, then it's okay. No, no form of abuse is okay. And two, you are valuable. Know your worth. Know who you are and whose you are. This is your girl, Coach C. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you for allowing me to share bits and pieces of myself. See you next episode.